0: You want. Between
1: me and the blood wine welcome aboard the uss Boda. this is your captain not patrick stewart speaking you're listening to dork trek dorktrek.com engage mr may record on this computer what's the name of this episode anyway Far beyond the stars. Far beyond the stars.
0: Far beyond the Fars.
1: Far beyond the And Ben is sitting in front of stars. Starfield, Ben. Flying through space. Space. Jenny, before we get started on the show, do you have anything uh, of note that you want to try to sell on the podcast? Maybe some of our listeners want to buy your shit. (laughs)
2: i don't think i have really anything left to sell other than if there's any locals that want a giant two-handed sword but uh you don't want me to have it shipped to you because it will cost about at least 80 dollars wow
0: how how giant and how sword
2: yeah like what what (laughs) when can i pick it up oh if you want it it's yours (laughs) what
1: kind of sword is it
2: it's four feet long and it's, it's got one of those, like, bendy blades.
1: Uh, so mm. it's, not a, it's
2: not a straight blade sword? Right. Mm.
0: What, what material is it?
2: Plastic? Mm. Sword.
0: Sword material? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's sword metal. It's, it's metal. and Like, it's a real sword. It's, I don't know that I would take it into battle or anything, but it's, you know, mm. it's, it's sword
1: yeah sword all right, so if anybody locally in Virginia Beach wants to buy a four foot long kind of mm-hmm. uh bended sword hilt
3: <laughs> bindy swords
2: i think i have I have a bunch of board games left, and i have uh uh I might be doing like a t shirt yard sale on Facebook in all the right. next couple of days, like right. just kind of like, hey, if you want this one, let me know
1: if, <laughs> I'm, then- interest- if I'm interested in buying any of your t shirts um, how would I go? Like, do I? What, how can I follow you on Facebook if I'm listening to this? If I'm a, uh, if I'm a door trick listener and I want to buy one of your T-shirts, smell it while masturbating. How do I make this happen? Well,
2: that's a different page. If you want to buy like <laughs> panties, socks, things like that, right. bras, yeah.
1: No, are, um, these, are these game worn? That's,
0: that's Jenny's vendor page on Adam and Eve.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, just, I'm on Facebook, Zell's Zell Bells. All right.
0: Or on Adam and Eve as Zell Smells.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well done, Dennis. Well done. So yeah, dude, so we are, uh, talking about this episode of Deep Space Nine. I wanted to wait because I wanted to try to get all of us on the episode because last week we were kind of scattered, but now we can have all four of us talk about this this great episode of uh, of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine.
3: Yeah, yes I. All
1: right, well that's the show. That's the show. <laughs> People really like quick podcasts because they want to listen in and out. Yeah, uh, like on yeah. commutes and stuff. So that's mm-hmm. the episode. We'll be back next week. Uh, you guys yep. have a great time. <laughs> Bye, Jenny Sword. Yes.
0: Uh, see you. Before
3: we, <laughs> um, did anybody see the short trek yet? No, I have not seen this no. Star Trek. I'm yeah.
0: waiting for them to put a couple on there before I reactivate my
3: CBS All Access. Yeah, I, there are two up there now, and I've watched them both, and it it was glorious.
1: One of them is a Tribbles one, right? Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, With the guy
1: from Archer. Yes, uh-huh.
3: that is correct.
1: Uh-huh. I really liked it.
3: That well, may have been the best 15 minutes of uh, Star Trek I've the seen. The Guy ever. from Archer. Yeah, yeah, the
1: voiceover guy. It's
3: John Benjamin. Oh. John
1: Benjamin. Okay, I
3: thought oh. you were talking about Enterprise.
1: No, that would be weird though if it was Archer for <laughs> Oh yeah. No, but um Good boy. But yeah, no, I haven't seen the short Treks yet. I was right. just gonna wait until like all four of them are up and then I could watch them all at once. Wait, because, like, John
0: Benjamin voicing over the tribble?
1: Yes. Yes. But but um a Discovery isn't coming back until much later. Why are they doing the short treks now?
3: To keep you interested.
1: Yeah, but I already am. Like, like that's the this thing. Is like, short
0: trek season. Last year yeah. they came out this time of year too. Yeah.
1: yeah, but they but they came out last season with the show starting in January. The show is right. not starting in January now. It's gonna be much later than that because but Picard, yes?
0: what if they tie in Picard and Discovery together?
1: I just got I have the biggest Star Trek boner in the whole wide world right now. <laughs> like the last Star <laughs> Trek.
0: The last Short Trek could have like Picard meeting Burnham or something like that.
1: That'd be dumb. Oh well,
0: look who it is.
1: <laughs> look at you, well, well, well. <laughs> Hello, foxy black chick.
0: <laughs> I want to eat saurus ganglia.
1: Yes. I haven't met a cool black chick since Guinan. Are you guys cousins, space cousins? Perhaps you know each other?
0: That's not true, he met Lily. In first sh- contact yes,
1: was kind of guy and like uh, do you know lily then are you friends with her then buddy <laughs> i've heard all of you are cousins i don't know if that's true or not in space um yeah, yeah. i don't know but yeah because <laughs> uh, where but when is um i don't want to get my mouth all ready for uh, for discovery
3: if it's not coming back until like September. Well, isn't Picard coming back in January? Yeah, I but I, I don't
0: so. I think I, these Short Treks are more, aren't they more Enterprise
3: focused than Discovery? They are definitely uh, the crew of the Enterprise. So, yeah, so are
1: they gonna, is this selling like an Enterprise show that's gonna happen?
3: No. Now
0: they probably but just had the sets built, and they're like, you know what, we might as well shoot a couple.
3: No, and, that's dumb. Well, no, because everybody is is begging for a Pike Spock, you know, series. Yeah, let I me. Mean, they should, have, they, they have, have, the have
0: the bridge built. Why not use that Enterprise bridge? That's a throwback to the. Well, original
3: isn't that just a redress of the
0: Discovery Bridge?
3: What cares, man. Why are you ruining it? <laughs> well, he
1: says you have the sets. And they just built like it?
0: flip the panels around or something. It's yeah. all
1: computer animated shit anyway, son. They just gotta put up some Photoshop fo- fucking filters, and boom, you're done computer enhance <laughs> yep computer enhance computer enhance. i've watched watching all order jack i know what they doing <laughs> computer enhance add solar flares bang lens flares we're good star trek
3: beautiful shot of the enterprise in the second short she does like a, a flyby and it just oh.
1: the funny part is it's probably the short trek is probably as long as the shot in star trek the motion picture of the enterprise I think you so. Yeah.
3: Oh, you know the shot. You mean the reveal shot at Space Dock? Yeah, when they're just that, floating. That's longer of, than know. the short trick. The short <laughs> trick's only fifteen minutes.
0: Yeah, there's several like
3: horns.
1: <laughs>
3: if you do watch them though, uh, on the second one, make sure you stay after the credits.
1: Okay. Yes. Tony Stark. Oh, Thanos. Thanos.
2: <laughs> All the triples are gone. Well, half of them are gone.
3: Fine, I'll do it
0: again myself. Yeah.
1: I like,
3: um, never. No, every time he snaps, half the tribbles disappear. Yeah. But he's never actually all of the tribbles. He's just like half. Yeah, see, half, come on, half, Thanos, half, you can be a tribble half. exterminator. But you can't get rid of them. You can make them. so much money. But he's only getting rid of half at a time. And by the time he snaps again, they've repopulated. You can't get rid of them all. You got to keep your business going.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you got to keep at least two around so you can yeah, make so that make money. You only need one. Make that space money.
3: Remember, they're born pregnant. That's uh-huh. right. She pregnant, man. And hungry. <laughs> anyway.
1: I haven't done it. She pregnant, man, in the really long That was Manny.
3: <laughs>
1: Far beyond the stars. I can't believe it, but I miss Manny. So do I.
3: <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Who? Oh, Jesus.
1: man. Shot across the bow, bruh. She pregnant,
3: man.
0: Tug Johnson.
1: Oh, so, yeah. Okay, so let me ask you a question, okay? Like, this is a really good Star Trek episode, right? Like this is a wonderful yep. episode of Star Trek. Yes. I, it was so much fun and so great to watch. And like, unfortunately, a lot of the the scenes of like a young Bruno Mars being shot by the police in the street <laughs> for trying to break into a car with his only weapon being is, is, is very true in this modern world that we live in. Um, Uh, it's a lot of parallels to today's society, which are unfortunate.
3: This this episode's set in 1953.
1: Yes, yes, It's nothing like that that now.
3: Instead of trying to break into a better
0: now, he was trying to play video games on his couch. (laughs)
1: Yes, he was sitting in his house. But the point Skittles. But the the thing, but the point being (sighs) is I love this episode. I think it's fantastic. I don't get how. Cisco being upset about his friends getting blowed up and the war taking a toll on him leads to this. I that's, think, my, that's my only... I my thought
0: own. it was kind of a little heavy-handed the way that kind of played out. Because the whole thing is about the dream is like the prophets talking to him, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's, he's like, man, I want to quit this war. I'm going to retire. I'm going to resign, blah, blah, blah. So the prophets are like, you can't resign. You got to stay in the fight, Cisco. That's kind of what the whole point of the dream was. Yeah.
3: Don't give up.
1: I yeah. I, I thought it was a reach at best. Yeah, I is. think getting it
2: explained makes it seem like even more of a reach to me. Mm. Like, how does him being a writer tell him not to give up in a war?
3: <laughs> but he's not giving up the writing. Okay. There's the dream that you have. There's the target. There's the goal. There's the the purpose. There's the 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 deeper meaning.
1: Yeah,
3: uh-huh. I mean it it's hard for me because this is without probably too much doubt my favorite episode of Star Trek of all time.
1: Of course. I mean this speaks to exactly who you are. Like
3: Well no, no, this this You mean well, yeah. like Golducott police officer?
1: <laughs> Gold Golducat's got really bad skin.
3: Oh yeah. Like What's the wow. reason you wear makeup? Like Ray Liotta
0: style. It's even worse skin. when you stand next to, uh, what's his name? Hang on, I'll be right back. Because he's a real young looking f- faced guy.
3: Oh, Sean, not Sean, no, it's Ray Combs, not Ray Combs. Uh, yeah. Sean Combs, yeah, Sean Puppet Combs. Combs. <laughs> hey, I'm Ray Combs. Honey Welcome Combs. to the feud. Uh, Sean Combs, Ray Combs, I don't what know. What is his name? I can't remember his name. It's Combs, Jeffrey.
0: Jeffrey Combs,
3: yeah. Jeffrey Combs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's a young looking dude.
3: Yeah. But it was, uh, it was kind of weird to see everybody without the makeup, though.
2: One uh, person was... I couldn't recognize was the, I think, the artist.
3: That was the artist um, was Martok. Martok yeah. yeah Art, Martok was the artist. Chew it
1: on the cigar. Okay. Um, yeah, you can
0: tell by the voice. Like if you pay attention to the voice, he's still speaking in Martok voice.
3: Yeah, he still got Martok voice. Now, this is the he Just o- has
0: two eyes. So that kind of throws you off. Yeah.
3: This is the only episode in all of Star Trek where Michael Dorn appears without or appears as human. Yeah, it's
1: weird to see like Michael Dorn as an actual human being.
0: How many yeah, people but- you think were like, "Wait, he's black?" <laughs> <laughs> I hate this show.
1: Hopefully, not not at this point. But I will <laughs> yeah, say this would be the
0: wrong episode to have a <laughs> with, me.
1: right? But it was weird to see him. <laughs> at, I was just weird, like, wow, he's really human. I just assumed he was Klingon. Like, I just thought that's what he looked like. Like,
3: huh? Yeah. Why now, is the, Worf's
1: voice coming out of that thing? <laughs> like, what is well, that?
3: No, the other episode, though, where he wasn't in Klingon makeup, was on the one with his uh, adopted brother. When they had the Paul uh, Lee and,
1: from goodfellas? He still yeah. had a
3: little makeup. Like he still had, well, yeah, he had, well, yeah. Yeah, he had the alien makeup for that culture. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, like, they made him they, up. They, had, they wore like they chainmail helmet. Yeah. Like, 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 like Big
1: Papa Pump, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: like <laughs> that but, was the only other one where he wasn't. bit of a little bit of a little bit of a
1: little bit of a little bit of a little bit a regular person was
3: a little bit of a little
1: bit I'm trying to guess. Like, was he Willie Mays? like is that who they were kind of he was a giant his name was Willie like no uh, but yes
0: 1953
1: Willie, Willie Mays
0: played from like
3: 1951 or something like that yeah. but didn't he always play though for the same team yeah okay. he played
1: yes but he played no, for the New York knowledge. Giants and then he played for the San Francisco Giants when they moved and then he played for oh. the Mets yeah, yeah. he debuted okay. in 1951
3: so if he wasn't on the, if he wasn't Willie Mays then he was on the team with him
1: yes It was Willie, and then I had no idea that um, um, your boy um, Quark was a was a bald. I didn't know he was so (laughs) bald. Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah, He was in that Seinfeld episode with uh, he
3: was Kramer's caddy. Oh yeah,
1: I don't even. Okay,
2: I don't remember that one.
3: But he's been in a ton of shows where he's like a lot of the uh, crime shows on ABC. That's a great episode of Seinfeld. (laughs)
2: <laughs> because okay, that's the
0: one up. where uh the o henry fortune air heir, heiress refuses to wear a bra Yeah, and elaine, elaine gets her a bra as a present and so then she starts walking around in the street and just wearing the bra and it causes kramer to get in a car accident <laughs>
1: yep. so
3: i don't remember this episode I don't at all it. yeah oh it's my good. god really
0: jackie uh um fuck what's his name the lawyer
1: the lawyer is in it yeah okay yeah. okay I'll have to watch it because yeah, it's like really it's weird because much like Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm, like people can tell me what the episodes about, and it's sometimes they're so vague and so random. I'm like, I totally forgot about that, yeah, or I've never seen that one. Like I feel like, well, in Mishki, I feel it's like good. especially with with Seinfeld, there's always so much going on in every episode that it's hard to kind of remember every uh-huh. plot twist and. Weird joke and odd situation.
0: Yeah. So that's a good one.
1: Though. All right, I'll go back and watch Le, that one. The Quark. Is there
2: like where can you watch Seinfeld? Is that on Hulu or something? It's gonna be
1: on Netflix soon. Yeah. Okay.
3: To replace Friends,
1: I guess. No, to replace. Well, I guess to replace um, the Office.
3: Oh. Well, I, th- I thought Friends was going to HBO full-time or some Friends sucks out. Or- oh, is that
0: the HBO
1: Max thing? Yeah. I, I thought think, Friends was uh, going to the NBC app because it's an NBC show.
3: Yeah, but it's, I don't know, because it's I mean, universal. Some of those
0: shows are going to uh, HBO Max. I know okay. that. Because well, I know- uh, John Oliver was making fun of that on his
1: show this past weekend. After a while. I'll Saying, like, it's
0: not HBO, it's TV. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't be like, yeah, I, I'm, people are going to have a hard decision to make about this NBC Universal streaming app because if they want to watch The Office, the only place they're going to be able to do it now will be on that NBC app.
0: Or on Comedy Central, probably. It's, it's in syndication on Comedy Central. going Yeah, but, I,
1: but I, think it's, I think they're pulling it. Really? I think really? so. Why would you pull it from syndication? Because they want to have exclusive rights uh-huh. to it, so people will sign up for it to watch The Office.
3: Like CBS All Access?
1: fucking cash grab but the one with the yeah, office Star trek
0: still comes on bbc america
1: yeah but they haven't gone hardcore
3: yeah because you Cause can still you can still watch is, star trek on netflix
0: foolish to me that's like an extra streamer revenue right there why would you because you know you're it's already the streaming world's already fragmented enough like you got to have some free stuff out there to
3: keep people hooked. this is going to get worse you're going to be paying more for all the streaming services than you did for cable. Man, I,
0: I'm I don't to know out what I'm
1: going to get rid of when I get Disney Plus. Because cable, I mean, I my in laws when they had cable and that shit was their cable bill was fucking bonkers. I remember when <laughs> I had cable, my cable bill was like almost two hundred bucks a month.
3: Yeah, should, if
0: you should. do the bundle like cable plus internet plus phone mm-hmm. with Cox, I was
3: paying well, like yeah, two hundred bucks a month. That's okay, well, how how much do you pay for internet plus the streaming services? Because I'm paying like I'm paying eighty bucks a month for internet.
1: That's a lot of gay porn.
3: It is, and then, um, <laughs> but not as much as you would think. Um, <laughs> there could be more. Is what you're saying? I, I'm thinking about going up to. do are not uh, satisfied. <laughs> I want to go up to their Giga Blast, uh Giga Blast of gay
2: <laughs> porn. Yeah, Giga Blast of my face.
3: But um. So that's like 80 bucks a month. And then you get like 15 bucks for HBO. Oh, I don't get HBO. And, and you get uh, Netflix and you get Hulu and you get uh, YouTube TV and you get. Um, oh, speaking of YouTube, TV, I do
1: want to send you some money for YouTube TV. No. Like, just
3: like PayPal. Yeah, well, pay, I like... don't know why. You can you only watch it when you're at my house? That doesn't count. That's true. That's true. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully
0: YouTube TV isn't a Patreon.
3: Because only, only my kids get to video. watch. Only the kids that uh, here are with me in the house get to watch. You know, as part of my family plan. But um, I'm just saying. Um,
1: I, I I mean, what, aren't you guys cousins? We cousins. <laughs> I just don't. Um, yeah, because I remember I spent like 200 bucks a month on cable because even with cable, you still got to rent all the stupid equipment.
0: Yeah, and like you to, still you still had net like you had cable and Netflix. Yeah. And who, or something else, you know, probably. So why not just cut the cord, dude? Because yeah,
3: that's the thing if, if for the people who can, who are watching the video, behind me there's, there's that cable. Yes. That's my antenna. That goes I love to my the antenna. And I watch live TV now in the mornings. And even though I've got my subscription to YouTube TV, I use that, I use that to watch other stuff, um, channels that I can't get over live TV mm-hmm. as clear or whatever. But between the two, like in the morning, I'll just turn on live TV to watch, you know, the traffic and weather before I go and out the door.
1: Traffic and weather together at the fives.
3: <laughs> I want my weather and traffic on the eights, but God
1: damn it. Let's so, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a wonderful episode of Star Trek. I just... It's...
0: The thing that I really like about this episode is most Star Trek episodes are like metaphors, you know? Mm-hmm. This one, they're like, nah, fuck that.
3: We don't need a uh-huh. metaphor. Yeah. See, this though, the, one of the reasons that this is so, okay. So Bob kind of hit it with, I guess, me wanting to be a writer and this being very writer heavy. Growing up, I used to read those, you know, magazine. Those the magazines little, are great. And did you notice that the covers were backgrounds from the original series? Yeah. One was Starbase 12 and one was the uh, Delithium Cracking Station from where No Man Go has gone oh, yeah. before. Uh, one of them, the titles of the stories in that month's issue, were all episodes of Star Trek, and that it and had it, the actual you, writers' we, names.
0: Did you just you just saw that on the internet somewhere,
3: or did you? Yes, I got it? the wiki. Yeah, oh. I went to the wiki because one of the wiki wiki know, wiki. You can see one of them where it says uh, the, one of the stories is called "Court Martial" by Sam Cogley, and that was Kirk's lawyer in the court martial episode. Oh, that's fun, but
2: uh, they had they, a lot of fun putting all these little Easter eggs into the. Oh yeah, like there's
3: really. a. There's they, when I was reading about it. There's a post-it note or a note t- on uh, Quark's desk that says uh, "Cheerleader fighting vampires." Nobody will believe it
1: because <laughs> he was
3: he was on you know guesting on Buffy at that time. That's fun. Oh, really um, uh, Miles O'Brien. His character was based on uh, Asimov. Yeah, yeah, about robots. Like, you know, yeah, I and, like robots. <laughs> I like robots. They're very logical. Sex bots. Uh, Quark when he <laughs> when he threatens to, when he threatens to quit, uh, he picks up that rocket little statue thing. That's a Hugo Award, and it was um, Rick Sternbach's Hugo Award for his uh, art design.
1: Look at Ben just breaking it down.
3: I, no, I I I love this episode. But then the most I think the biggest thing for me about this is that this episode exemplifies what Star Trek is. I mean, it's, this is what Star Trek is supposed to be. It makes the commentary. It, it has the message. You know, it's like this is, this is what Star Trek is supposed to be. The no, I agree. You, the more you deviate from this, because this is what separates Star Trek from Star Wars and Stargate and, and Battlestar, you know.
2: All of the other stars, the lesser stars.
3: Yeah, the lesser stars. This is why, you know, Star Trek is, is the message show. It, it teaches you the lesson. And well, this it,
0: even stands out. And and I, and I think this kind of what makes this series stand out. It, it's more grounded than any other Star mm-hmm. Trek series on a lot of stuff like this. Because like with the Bell Riots and all that stuff, like they actually like they don't pretend to fight Nazis on the holodeck or whatever. Like they if they were going to go back, they're going to you know actually make a difference Roswell, yeah. mm-hmm. and, you know, or actually go back to send Cisco back to the fifties. To uh-huh. you know, be discriminated against and all that stuff. Like yeah, but I things.
1: don't understand how the discriminate. I just don't like. Yeah, I don't know. I think they could. I like you didn't the think writer
0: discriminated against.
1: No, no, no. What I'm saying is like, no, dummy. What I'm saying is <laughs> I don't understand why they chose like the writer thing. They could have done any
3: other. Or- well, no, or maybe change the message instead of him tr- him thinking about quitting because well, I think of that his made his the most sense
0: for him to have these images of Deep Space Nine, like he's writing, and like
1: story he had right? no, and like Am as I a writer, mean? as a writer, he wasn't going to quit. Like he had no intentions of it. He was like, "I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this." But
3: everything around him is telling him to quit.
1: But as but as Cisco, he's like, "I'm going to quit. I don't like this anymore."
3: Yeah. right so benny teaches him that he he shouldn't quit
0: like when when his when jimmy gets killed by the cops that's supposed to be like his friend getting killed by the dominion yeah so it's that same moment he wants to give up and then his story doesn't get printed so then he wants to quit but he's got to keep on fighting
2: I kind of thought that maybe the choice to make them writers uh, maybe would be influenced by the fact that his son is a writer, and that you know that was like the prophet speaking through him is like here's something yeah, that you can relate that. to. Yeah, I
0: maybe always was just old- kind of think like whenever whenever their characters are writers in a TV show or a movie, they're always the hero
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit of oh, masturbation
0: like yeah. the writers are the ones <laughs> writing this so of course they're going to be yeah, yeah.
1: they're yeah. like oh it's their, their own way to yeah. like have a dream the out there one, yeah.
3: how yeah. many of stephen king's stories were the main characters either a writer or an english teacher or both yeah yeah you know it's and just i like, mean and, and
1: and how did poor um fucking uh your boy the shape the shape shifter what did he draw the short straw to be the racist editor guy like like how did well, that happen
3: he like, was the thing he odo wasn't the racist though he he had the 1950s passive yeah, races minded, yeah. Remember, he, minded, yeah. he had the i accept it type yeah, races, which is just as bad hey, what like, can i do yeah, uh-huh. yeah these are the times we live in just yeah. follow orders I, you know yeah. i it's it's the publisher it's his magazine he doesn't want to publish he doesn't hey, publish
0: i told her she could sleep in late that day i'm not such a bad guy
1: hey look guy yeah. was I, the I, one that told me to put all these guys on the train i didn't i mean i just did
3: it because he well, said yeah so. everybody says you know that it's got to run <laughs> it's tougher for black guys in the 50s but uh we've got a black guy riding on our staff and i give him a day off all the time usually when uh, camera guys come <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I wonder how he drew the short straw to be that guy. And and you forget how old Odo actually is in real life until you see him. Like, you're like, wow, Odo's old. Because, I mean, Benson was a long time ago. Think
0: about MASH. He's one of those people who always looked old.
1: Yeah.
3: He was Father Mulcahy and looked very young uh, in 1971. So, I mean, that's – You know, that's wow, as that many was years as wow, yeah. you know.
1: So Odo's gotta be like a hundred years old.
3: <laughs> well, you think he was in his twenties in uh MASH, right? So <laughs> he is seventy-nine. Fifty years ago, yeah.
2: Wow. He's
3: so doing all right for seventy nine though. Yeah. We saw him
2: a
1: few years ago and he still looked really good. Like Well, I mean Cisco's kinda... old as fuck too. I mean, no Avery Brooks is old.
0: Yeah. But not, not too old to play Doom, though.
1: No, well, that's a whole other issue. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get there. But yeah, so like, I love this episode. It's really mm-hmm. wonderful. Uh, I, I just for me, the connection at first, it's just like I don't get it.
2: It was a little yeah. shaky to start. Like, I watched it twice, and even the second time, I was like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Like, he's just all of a sudden in this dream
1: world. I was like, okay. And then the prophets are talking to him. It's, and then it's
0: kind of like, I mean, because whenever they people have their org revisions or whatever, it's kind of like this, you know, it puts them into a different time. Yeah, but
1: like the prophets yeah. just fucking annoy me, man. Like,
0: yeah. At least they weren't like, oh, what is now?
1: Yeah, at least they weren't what is now in it up. But like, <laughs> they managed to work in baseball, though. You know what, man? Yeah. Like, profits
0: they know their audience you know just
1: come out and say what you want to say man like stop beating around the bush because sometimes you lose people
0: this way this one was pretty on the nose cisco doesn't want to be told what to do he has to come upon the realization himself
1: and how do they just let him go back like he's having these weird brain fucking functions and he's hallucinating they're like yeah just go back and be
0: because it, this is a whole station of misfits. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Julian's a genetic freak. I, but not like Big Papa Pumta. <laughs> the hot lady's got a worm inside her. Yeah, the hot yeah.
1: lady does have a worm.
3: Ah, One's a, a, a murderous terrorist. <laughs> Gen Zia in nineteen fifty-three was a. I, that was so awesome. He's
1: got a worm in a belly. <laughs> oh, he's sucking it.
3: I like how they all look up and they're like, Who are you?
1: I'm I'm the secretary. My name is fucking Hot Tits. Kathy Hot Tits.
3: (laughs) I like uh Write those words. And I don't like I don't know, man. I liked his dad was the preacher. That was awesome.
0: Although he was two seconds away from going, Ebenezer screw!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I like the one scene after the restaurant where he just fades away back into, and he just disappears. Yeah. Like, he's just
0: I live in this alley.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't mind me.
0: Priests don't get paid very much for street preaching.
1: Especially when they're ranting on about profits and schmuppets. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. And Jake Sisko is basically fucking cosplaying like a taller Bruno Mars. His <laughs>
0: when he first shows up, I'm just like, oh, I don't like this character. I
1: don't I like loved this it. at all. <laughs> like the the weird mustache and the bad wig. It was hilarious.
2: Yeah. The first time I watched it, I couldn't stand that character. I couldn't stand how he played it. Couldn't stand how it was yeah. written. Anything. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, no, stop. No, I thought it was great. <laughs> do this.
2: The second time I watched it, it was like I, maybe I just had become desensitized to
1: it. Yeah. You know, call the police and the fireman. That's what he <laughs> would say.
0: and he does drop the N bomb with a hard R.
3: Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I, I saw your tweet and I was like, ah, this is watching the episode. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's the only time it's, it was ever used in uh, Star Trek. I hope so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. It's um, not
3: something Star Trek is known for. On,
1: on Enterprise, uh, uh, fucking George Bush, the George Bush guy, has That's... a real problem with it. Like, he's saying it all the time in engineering. Space <laughs> <laughs> hey, George Bush is a real racist and he says it constantly, and he they have to call inside.
0: Mayweather that.
1: Like, look.
3: Isn't they Mayweather? Something yeah. like that, Mary, no, yeah, Mayweather, Mary- May- yeah. Mary- Mayweather,
1: Mayweather. Yeah, he just he says it all the time, and they're just like, "Look, man, you really
3: got to stop." <laughs> There's, I forget what the movie was where He makes a cameo as, jo- and they got him to play George yeah, Bush. It's
1: a natural thing.
3: And when I saw the the clip, <laughs> I was dying because I'm like, "Oh my god, it's true!
1: It's fucking space George <laughs> Bush, man." You should have heard what he was calling the Chinese lady. Like it was really bad. <laughs> And like they were like, look, dude, we're gonna have to, yeah, you gotta.
3: Which is her. even worse because she's Korean, so yeah, just, that's what I'm saying. Playing Star a Japanese yeah. character,
1: yeah, but that's Star um, Trek, though. That's just how it works.
3: Yeah, you, you Asian, guys. you Asian,
1: it don't matter. You're from the planet Africa.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she's oh perfect. god!
1: But yeah, it's she's it's, Space George Bush is really racist. So wait till we get there. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> you let the
3: M word fly the ship? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus.
3: <laughs> Driving Space Daisy.
1: Come on, man. Space George Bush. And he is Space George Bush. Like, how you cannot see what's the actor's name? Connor Trenier. Connor Trenier and not yeah. think that's fucking George Bush. Well, no, I mean, here's yeah, the He should
0: have played NW in instead of Josh Brolin.
1: Yeah, but he is not a big enough name. And I'll tell you what, yeah. I haven't seen Vice, but casting um, Sam. Sam Rockwell is perfect. Yeah.
3: Because uh, Sam the, Rockwell the is
1: basically playing space George Bush in Hitchhiker's Hitchhiker. the Galaxy. Yeah. Like, when I see him, I'm just like, oh, that's space George Bush. Come on, man. Like,
2: so <laughs> you just convinced me to watch that movie because Sam Rockwell is amazing.
1: Sam Rockwell yeah. is amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he'll be back in the um, MCU.
1: What is Justin Hammer? Who is yeah. Justin Hammer?
0: Yeah, his jail sentence has got to be up by now.
1: Yeah, he was really good <laughs> in that movie. I, I really like. I like him as an actor. I think he's really fun. But I feel like he only has that, that skill. Like that. Like I don't know. That,
0: have you seen that Three Billboards movie?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's pretty good in that.
1: Is he Space George Bush?
3: No, he's, he's really. Earth George Missouri, Bush, Missouri George Bush. I,
1: guess. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> I feel like Sam Rockwell is pretty great. He was good in Moon, wasn't he? In Moon, Moon,
3: yeah, yeah. Moon was. I just rewatched that recently. I an article popped up about it. I was like, oh, let me that watch with that. The aliens yeah. on the Moon? No,
1: no. Uh, it's David Bowie's son directed it, though. I think was really? it? I think so. Let me look. Yeah. I want to say
3: if you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil it for anybody because it's going to. It's got a terrific twist.
1: It's really great. He also yeah.
2: played Bob Fosse and Bob is definitely not Space George Bush.
3: Now who played the uh the computer yes. voice in Moon? Duncan Jones is David
1: Bowie's son. Oh wow. Oh, the voice was Kevin Spacey. And he was yeah. all being gay sex like gay forcey sexy on people.
3: But I said don't spoil the twist ending. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oops. Kept trying to molest him on the moon. And he the goes,
3: computer's a molester.
1: Please leave me alone. <laughs> it's Just it's having...
0: time to check your penis again.
1: Have another drink. I think you'll like it. <laughs> I'm weird, rapey, Kevin Spacey. Bad computer.
0: <laughs> I thought we reprogrammed you.
1: <laughs> but yeah, watch Moon. Do yourself a favor. It's really great.
3: Yeah. Not and as good a- as this episode, but pretty good
1: and sam rockwell is pretty amazing i didn't know he played bob fossey that sounds kind of cool mm-hmm. he's a very talented guy yeah
3: i saw him uh what was it the hollywood reporter has a youtube channel wow. and they do interviews and they have like round tables and uh, i highly recommend you look those up and, and he's on at least one of those that i've seen and
1: watch this check this out i'm going to share the screen with you this is from his wikipedia page okay Okay. Here in this picture, he looks kind of like Edward Norton, right? Mm-hmm. Like Edward Norton vibe. And then here, he looks kind of like Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. He does, yeah. Like, that's really odd. He can look like many people. He's actually, actually that,
0: that Edward Norton one kind of looks like Tom Cruise a little
3: bit too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. I'm not wearing my glasses, and it totally gets the Tom Cruise vibe.
1: Like if he had like an Edward, if Tom Cruise and Edward Norton had a baby, it'd be Space George Bush. And then here he's very much like Gary Oldman. Yeah, I really like him. I also like Guy Pierce a lot too. I've always been a yeah Guy, guy Pierce. Not a fan. What? just watch la confidential are you nuts uh kevin spacey's also in that
3: Mm, i i don't watch anything with kevin spacey anymore
1: well go back and watch this it's
3: a good movie though
1: la confidential's one
3: james cromwell's in it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah james cromwell's in it i just i'm not a big guy pierce fan i I don't know
0: isn't colin farrell is colin farrell in that
1: no, um you're thinking, Will of, you're thinking of Will Farrell and that's he's the Pharrell. Black Dahlia. That's the Black Dahlia I think he's in.
0: Who no. was um who was uh Guy Pierce's partner in LA Confidential?
1: Guy Pierce didn't have a partner, but Russell Crowe was in it.
3: Oh Russell Crowe, Yeah, thinking. Russell
1: Crowe plays um Bud White.
3: Is that pre, pre or Post heavy Russell Crowe.
1: This is pre, because this is like 97. Mm. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. So, yeah. way pre. This, this is, is before like. Before Gladiator, before all that stuff. Yeah. This
1: is like physically fit. You didn't know Russell Crowe was from Australia, kind of guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. This is
1: where he's just playing like he's, I mean, he's fucking great. The LA Confidential is one of my like favorite movies of all time. I'm not sure that yeah. I've seen it. It's so fucking good. It is good.
3: I, I saw uh that Showtime series uh Loudest Voice in the Room or whatever where uh Russell Crowe played Roger Ailes. Ah, how was that? And, and it was basically showing the birth of Fox and how they went the direction they went and, and the you know how it, the network started and stuff and then all of his insanity that he's doing behind the scenes. And it was it was pretty good. Um but it was one of those things where, you know, Roger Ailes was a very heavy man. And so yeah. I thought Russell Crowe had, you know, had a fat suit or something. But then I saw Russell Crowe in public and I'm like, oh, he must have pounded up for the role.
1: Yeah, I think he's one of but, those guys. He's like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah but, but that's that, going to be
3: hard to lose at this that, stage. That, yeah, yeah that, uh, that filming has been done for a while. <laughs> With like, he right, trainer. just likes cake. Yeah, Don't judge. I just I I think he's uh comfortable. He, he you know, have a couple of beers and uh you know kick back. You jealous. Yeah. <laughs> there you yeah. go. <laughs> and he's Superman's dad. Yeah, he is Superman's dad.
1: But yeah, um far beyond the stars was rated the fourth out of the top fifty, uh what Empire reigned fourth out of fifty top episodes of Star Trek in two thousand sixteen. Up four. Wow. What we're better? I don't know.
0: Probably. The edge of forever. Probably.
1: City on the edge of forever. I'm gonna guess. Uh, Measure of a man. Nah. Hmm. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm best throwing of it out both there. Worlds. It's the best. Uh, that was an R. Kelly song.
3: No, but it was the one. the.
1: <gasps> that was a R. Kelly song. It was an R. Kelly it was R. Kelly and uh, Jay Z. Best of both worlds. I'm
3: telling you. I know I have it. I'm just saying it, it was the, the Star Trek episode, though. It was the, bo- the Borg Get Picard episode.
1: I'm trying and to see. Where it's when they Star have Trek
0: got games. good. So, God damn it it would start at 50.
1: Where are you?
0: <laughs> 49. On Empire, Empire Online, best Star Trek episodes.
1: I'm at Tom's Guide. Who the fuck is Tom? Why don't you?
0: MySpace?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay.
0: But the He's top 10. My friend. The top 10, number 10. Okay. Okay. The inner light. Okay. Okay. Number nine, the doomsday machine.
1: Okay. Doomsday machine. Uh, that's the one where Decker. they're out. Yeah. With, uh, yeah, with Decker?
3: Yep. Yeah. Com- Commodore Decker. Okay.
0: Number eight, the trouble with tribbles.
3: Hmm. Eh. Interesting.
0: Number seven, the visitor. Ooh.
2: <laughs> the visitor? <laughs> no. The one that no. makes you
0: cry. Jake, old ass Jake. Trying
3: uh, to find it. Yeah, that's a good that's, one. That's in my top five. All yeah, okay. right, the visitor. Number six, okay. Darmok.
2: That's a really good one. For
3: six, uh, I'm not. I'm
1: not. No, that's not. A top I've 10, seen it. High.
0: I've seen it rated number one for TNG. Darmok. I've seen it rated number for, one. No, oh, no, no.
3: it's. I, good. I, I could let it have top ten. I. I don't think top five. No. Okay. Next. Paul
0: Winfield's great in it, though. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, but still,
3: the,
1: I mean,
0: number five. The best
3: of both worlds. Part one or part two?
1: It's got to yeah, be part one.
3: They just did not both.
1: Because part two is never as good.
3: Yeah. Or at least on TNG.
0: Number four, Far Beyond the Stars.
3: Okay. All right.
0: Number three, Yesterday's Enterprise.
3: Mm-hmm. I would say top ten, but I don't know if top five. But go Number ahead. Number two, The Devil in the Dark. What the no. fuck are they talking no. about? No. I
1: don't even know what that yeah. is.
3: I love it, the Horda episode. I yeah. love that episode, but I gotta no. Google that one. Devil in the Dark. Yeah, the Horda. No kill eye. A
0: little blob creature, yeah, that starts writing shit in the wall to communicate with.
3: No, fuck that. That is not top two.
1: Yeah, no, I don't That's know. not even
3: top ten for me. And I like that like, episode.
2: Your whole list
0: loses credibility when you do something like that.
1: Yeah. I'm still Googling.
3: <laughs> I don't even remember this episode. I, I'm terrified to see what number one is if it's not city on, is, it's city on the Edge of Forever. It's the City on the Edge of Forever. Okay. But but, see, but okay I don't I, know. I think that one's just
0: sentimental value more than anything.
1: City on the Edge of Forever, I think though, your sentimental
3: value. Hang is on. We 80 talked 80 about,
1: this, <laughs> when, we talked about this when uh, Harlan Ellison died. Yeah. Um, city on the Edge of Forever isn't a Star Trek episode. It's just an episode of a sci-fi television show.
3: Okay, but then so like, Far Beyond the Stars isn't a Star Trek episode. There's,
1: there's nothing about City on the Edge of Forever. I'm saying it's a great television show, but I'm saying there's nothing about it that speaks like Star Trek to me, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? like you could there's you could no a
0: real moral dilemma that they have to you
1: could have put that over. as a twilight zone episode as some
3: people oh, who were in space i mean and- like
1: societal moral dilemma you
0: know okay
3: so i can give them more do you kill it yeah, let it nah. die or i'm like that's pretty big dilemma there dennis devil in the I mean, dark like,
0: yeah you know, no. you know speaking to uh, societal ills or yeah. anything like that it doesn't really address those kind of issues
3: mm. does it I'm just – I can Not see really. your point. I can see your point. Yeah,
2: but I mean I think a lot of those that you just named on the top ten don't really necessarily – I mean Devil in the
1: Dark isn't that's, that's a pass mean, for me, bro.
0: Yesterday's Enterprise isn't like a society but it's like –
2: That's it's a Star Trek episode. really
0: cool
3: like Star Trek scenario. Yeah. I I have a hard time in my head putting – City on the Edge of Forever or Far Beyond the Stars. Those are like literally tied for first place in my brain. And I mean, without doubt, City on the Edge of Forever, I think was my favorite original series. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would beat out any TNG episode for me. Um, And I think Best of Both Worlds would come in second to it.
1: Where's where's uh, Kevin Hitler? Where's that episode?
3: <laughs> that's that's I'm not even in the top 20 I'm going the list now to see.
1: Kevin Hitler.
0: Let's see if there's any other ones in here that don't belong.
1: Where's the area of blackness? <laughs> I chain mean of command
0: is number 16. That one I would rate higher.
1: Like chain right of off the bat when you pull Could up the you, list.
3: I always forget it, Shane of Command though.
1: There are four
2: lights. Yeah. Okay.
3: The yes, fact that they even put sorry. the,
2: the freaking Robin Hood episode on the top fifty list.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. why are we
2: even giving this any credibility at all?
0: The Measure of a Man is seventeen. That one should be top ten.
1: Mm. I like Measure of a Man, but then I think it loses some momentum because they do that episode every fucking season in just some kind of varying form.
0: It's pretty well
3: done. Spacey's It's 21. like
1: I like Pearl Jam, but like See, I, I don't want to put
3: Spacey in, in top Ten. Yeah, I would put space seed.
1: I would a space seed's got to be That's in the top, top five easily. just because you get the fucking Rhahtakon out of it.
2: Yeah, you
0: know, future imperfect, the one where Riker is in the uh, the simulation. That one's mm-hmm. number twenty six.
1: Yeah. What about the season uh, openers of season six from Deep Space Nine? Where are those episodes? Those episodes are fucking phenomenal. Uh, I think this list yeah. is garbage. But the wounded, do those, do
2: those...
0: the wounded is pretty good. That one seems yeah. like fire. That, that would be definitely Time's arrow. Point.
3: Yeah. Time, time, was. time was an arrow would shoot in a man's head if you went to piss off a riverboat in the Mississippi.
1: What about a time to stand, bro? That shit's tight.
0: The first Enterprise one to show up is Broken Bow at 37. I think they probably did that just to make sure they had one in there.
1: Yeah, like you know, in the top,
3: It felt bad.
0: Past tense is thirty-nine. That's the uh, the bell riots. Mm-hmm. That's a good that one percent. should be higher. Should be higher. The offspring is forty.
2: Dork. Yeah, that, that uh. I don't even think that
1: belongs on the list.
0: Ugh. Arena.
1: I mean four lights has gotta be higher up there than that.
0: Sacrifice Where's, of angels is forty five. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah, the total list is garbage.
1: Yeah. And again, I think City on the Edge of Forever is a great episode, but I think you could do that any with any Lower
0: Dex is forty nine. Lower Dex is great.
1: Yeah, Lower Dex is great.
0: Yeah, and Cupid, yeah, that one is fifty. That's bullshit. This, this, this There's looks- gotta be fifty more episodes better than Cupid.
1: What yeah. about the magnificent Ferengi? now it's not Not on the list what the 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 shit this list can suck my balls
0: i guess i'm gonna have to go back and compile our scores again so that we can do a top
1: i know dennis i don't remember
3: can't we just get a listener to do that yeah you
1: know i can tell you my favorite star trek i can tell you my favorite tng episode right off the top of my head it's the defector it's my favorite one
3: yep i know that about you
1: I love that episode.
0: It's it's good. It wasn't on the list.
3: You know, it's it's amazing. I know that about you, Bob. I I, for whatever reason, I just I've all when we discussed it, and that stuck in my head that you liked that episode so much. My favorite
1: episode
0: of TNG, Chain of Command, is my favorite TNG.
1: Chain of Command. Yeah, Yeah, four lights. That's a great one. Best of both worlds
3: will always be my top one. For TNG, I like that
1: one where she fucks the ghost. (laughs) <laughs> sub rosa yeah it's yeah, my that's favorite a, that's a good one I No, mean, she's talking
0: about the ensign in the background that's fucking a ghost
1: anytime there's some ghost fucking i'm like word
3: casper the dead. overly friendly ghost
1: casper, <laughs> casper go and get some sweet poontang casper casper the molesty ghost yeah
0: casper weinstein just singing <laughs> ghost rider by uh, black flag ghost rider motorcycle <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i like um chain of command's a good one i also like the i like the one Yesterday's where
0: Enterprise, i mean they, there's a lot of. i kids. like
1: the one where Riker goes nuts for the play yeah. i think that's a great episode mm-hmm. i'm not crazy mm-hmm. yeah i think that's a really fun episode
3: I don't know if it's top 50 of all Star Trek, though. But I, you, I mean, you guys haven't even seen any of the Voyager episodes yet, so you, you can't yeah, really rate all of That's all Star Trek. Uh, Equinox? Was mm-hmm. On. Mm-hmm. The was Equinox? Okay. That, that was easily top. Uh, that was easily in the top 100 Voyager episodes.
1: <laughs> <Top 100.
3: laughs> i think it might be higher than
1: top 100 voyager episodes
3: i
0: didn't like the slimer aliens Yeah, They're, it was kind of poorly done yeah these aliens look like slimer
1: from the tapestry is a good tng episode now i'm just kind of looking like a bunch of yeah, episodes it's not yeah. i
0: it didn't make the top 50 either
1: tapestry is a good that list one. is bullshit yeah. yeah what's this frame of mind
0: I think that's the Riker one.
1: Yeah, that's the Riker one. Yeah, I yeah. like that one. Yeah, there's some really good episodes. I mean, the one where Riker blows the space station, baby, that shit's hot to death.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of episodes from this season of DS Nine that should have been in consideration.
3: Sure,
1: I already put them out. I just put them out.
3: Do you think about? Do put you think that, God, that? because it's because he we're <laughs> watching it right now? Yeah, it's no. like fresh in our brains.
1: No.
0: I think it's just really good.
3: Yeah, I mean, sixth season of, of DS Nine is is one of the best seasons of, of Star Trek.
0: I watch the other Star Treks at least you know a couple times every week because it's always on BBC America. Always on, mm-hmm. BBC. yeah. So I just flip it on and watch a couple episodes or whatever.
2: I did that like uh, I think earlier this week, and I made the mistake of um, watching Voyager like in the middle of season five or something like that.
3: Oh, when it got good.
2: Well, like, but I didn't know what was going on, so I'm
1: like, yeah, I'm not going to
2: judge it based on this.
1: <laughs> you know what, though, man? That's when Voyager got good, but even then, it's still like, it's the old TNG. What's it and, it? and it's No, but I'm saying it's even worse, where it's like, okay, this episode's stupid, this episode's stupid, this episode's stupid. Okay, this one's okay. Oh, this one stinks. Like, there's a lot well, of, like... What they were,
3: one of the things that they had tried to do, or at least I remember from being said back then when it was airing, was that they were trying to get back to that feel of the original series, where you had the captain having to make the like Kirk couldn't always call back to the admirals and get direction, yeah, because they were too far out. And so they they wanted that captain who's exploring again. They're not doing hey let's let's shuttle some ambassadors between the different planets. We've got to transport the Malokian ambassador to meet the Rug Doctor and and you know. <laughs> It's like, no. And it was just, hey, let's explore strange new worlds. The, you know, oh my God, do we have to invoke the prime directive and shit like that? But it's just the way they executed it didn't really meet that challenge.
0: It seems like there's too many Voyager episodes that are like, oh, we may have found a way to get home quicker. Yeah. You know, it's like, there well, have that's been like, like inter- a point where they were just like, "All right, it's going to take seventy years, so <laughs> like,
3: you know, what, man, yeah. motherfucker, this oh, is- buckle that- down."
0: Yeah, instead <laughs> of like every new discovery is a potential way to Ooh. Faster. It's like,
2: <laughs> like, like right, Gilligan's it's- Island. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
3: yeah. well, then it's like on Enterprise though, where every you know you finally get a string of good episodes, and then all of a sudden you're reminded, oh, the Suleban and the Time War thing is still going on. Shit you know and it just takes you out of star trek and you're like god oh, this shit again
1: all right so i just googled the defector um mm-hmm. Uh, in ni- 2019, Screen Rant ranked the episode. His character introduction Admiral as Admiral Jarek is the 10th most important Romulan of the Star Trek franchise. Later that year, they 10th noted
0: the most de- important Romulan. Yes,
1: yeah. But then they said <laughs> five? Yeah, which is a weird list. But then later that year, they noted that the Defector was one of the top 10 important episodes to watch in preparation for Picard.
3: Yep. Mm. Absolutely.
0: So there you go. Yeah, but do they have any inside information that would tell them that?
3: You oh should watch Measure of a Man.
1: Here are, here are the here are the ten most important TNG episodes to watch before Picard. Yep. Family is one. I hate that mm-hmm. I got to click through all these fucking Measure of a Man, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, the Defector,
3: mm-hmm. the,
1: the Offspring,
3: mm-hmm.
1: A Best of Both Worlds Part One,
3: mm-hmm. the
1: the Drumhead, mm-hmm. uh, the Inner Light. Mm-hmm. Chain of Commands, Part One and Two. The Chase. The Chase was a good episode
3: with mm-hmm.
1: oh, Charlie Sheen. Uh,
3: no, the cha- that was the DNA thing.
1: The Chase no. was a good no. episode where, no, yeah, no, Chase Masterson.
0: And, man, all good things, of course, because yeah, the chase was not a good episode. The chase was pretty good. That was fucking dumb at the end. like, oh, we just wanted you guys to meet each other and understand you all come from the same place
1: that's not. I mean, that's that's Star Trek, though, man. Like that's the <laughs> whole point, yeah, that's not the. And, best. Stop. You know what, I'm going to go back and listen to my response to that and see if you're right, Dennis. I'm gonna, I am going to I got a long drive tomorrow. I'm going to download the Chase episode and see if I'm like, man, this shit's dumb. And then, you know what, if you're right next time I see you, I'll buy you a beer. Or, you know what, I'll buy you a hot Dr. Pepper. Ooh! Yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about this episode of Star Trek because we've barely scratched the surface of it.
2: I think this follows our rule, though, is that like, when it's a really good episode, we never yeah, talk about it. It's true. I mean, I even thought about it as I was watching it. I was like, how are we going to discuss this and not, like –
0: It's about the N-word.
2: Fuck it up. Somebody
0: on, uh, somebody on Twitter, uh, the Mabster.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Man,
0: I can't wait to hear what you guys say about this. And I jokingly said – Oh, well, it's a good episode, so we probably won't talk
3: about it very
1: Exactly. Now. It's such a good episode, though. Like, it's yeah. really well Well, who
3: done. was it? Was it Justin – who said something about how on the last few episodes we were talking about, oh, yeah, we'll get past all this fluff episodes and get back to some, some story episodes, something like so light, and then cut to you know, Jimmy dead in the street. Yeah. Yeah. It's like,
1: it's, yeah. It's a really I, good episode. Yeah. It's, okay,
2: so I wanted to know what you guys thought about the, the scene where Cisco breaks down at the end.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, always,
0: because – You know what I thought – Directed by Avery Brooks Broke for Doom. That's all I thought <laughs> Dr. Doom. He's dooming it up. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's like losing his fucking mind. It's a little, like, it's one of those things It's kind of like uh, he's uh, stage acting there yeah, instead of uh, TV or film acting.
1: Yeah, you know I mean? He's very much a stage actor. And I know this is yeah. weird because we've been watching this show for six seasons. This is a hundred and what the 137th episode of this show but there are times where i still find avery brooks so awkward mm-hmm.
2: yeah he was kind of overacting but it was really good overacting so i kind of yeah. didn't care it was yeah. it
1: was fun to watch but i mean i think sometimes like the brevity of the situation is lost on me because I find him so comical. Yeah. At points. Like his delivery and his it just cracks me up because it's so like it's so awkward. Like, it's almost Shatner-esque in mm-hmm. its over-dramatized delivery.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And in and watching it in 2019, it's quite comical. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah cuz that scene should have been very powerful to watch to see him like losing it and getting pissed off that he's getting fired over this fantastic story that he wrote. But at the same time you're just like I just wanted to laugh because he's just <laughs> he's 200% Cisco right now, <laughs> you know. Yeah like the
1: Cisco is on and and the weird part about it is too <clears throat> I'm trying to think and I'm sure there's one that I'm forgetting, but when's the last time that we had like a really heavy like Cisco episode. Like
0: I mean do you talk about right where he's on the planet with Dukat?
1: Uh, Ducat? Yeah, but that feels different. I guess that's to-
0: more of a Ducat
1: thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is like like what a you- like very much where Cisco is like the primary focus of the episode. And I feel like on this show Deep Face Nine, like, there's so many characters that, like, everybody kind of gets a turn. hmm You know what I mean? It's I, I almost- don't
3: think they've ever... It, it's not like the other shows where the captain is the star and then the captain has to be the central character. This, I think, one of the things that makes DS9 so good is, yeah, the captain's the star, but it, it really pulls its strength from that whole ensemble cast. hmm mm-hmm. You know, and and they're willing to to do that.
1: Very much so. Like, we had two fucking Quark episodes in a row. Mm -hmm. You know, we had an episode about Mourn, for God's sakes. And it's just kind of, you go back and you look like, when's the last time you had like a really heavy, kind of serious, I guess, Avery Brooks episode. And it feels like it's been a while.
0: Like the last time he lost his mind is probably when he was chasing Eddington, right? like that's the last time he went fucking bonkers and
3: yeah. well when I'm was sorry. the one where he was looking for the bajoran city the the lost city or oh, whatever yeah, kind of which great. is very
1: similar to the one where he's building the fucking uh um, ship
3: the, the ship solar yeah panel.
1: yeah the yeah
3: solar so those, those are the three that jump out at me that chasing eddington building the solar sh- sail ship and uh looking for the lost city of, of Bajoran dreams or something.
1: But it's just weird because every other episode about TNG, like Picard is the primary focus. Like it's a like, but with Deep Space Nine, it's, it's almost like a batting order really, where you can mm-hmm. go, you can go what seems like two months without having like a Avery Brooks centric episode.
3: Yeah. you
1: know, And I think that's the strength of the show, if that mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. sense.
3: Absolutely, yeah. but
1: I still I do remember
2: we, there was a lot of episodes on TNG where we kind of joked about Picard would just walk into the scene and then walk back out because he was just there to get his paycheck for yeah. the week.
3: Oh god! I don't
2: think we went as far in between episodes like that. with, yeah. with DS9 or as DS9 though. So I still
3: remember, because Miles and and uh, Geordi were working on the transporter,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: and like the whole appearance of Picard is him walking in and just going. Everything going well. Keep up the good work. And out. And that was it.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you can kind of see him in a reflection grabbing his paycheck. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yank, yank.
1: <laughs> Cha-ching. But yeah, I don't know. It's just it's, it's there are still points where I find Avery Brooks awkward. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's kind of the charm of it, though. Oh, definitely. He definitely is very much Shatner esque in that, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Chewing up the scenery.
1: Just chewing it up, where Picard, I mean, was more subtle, I guess.
3: i do not good. He had his I, moments. I, I know Picard, Shatner both had Shakespearean training. And I know
1: Avery Brooks is a stage actor by trade.
3: Did he do? Uh, he's done Othello, hasn't he? said Ben being racist assuming yeah. that any black actor has done Othello.
1: No, but I mean, you're so probably did you're probably not
3: well, No, but uh, Anthony Hopkins has done Othello, and I was like whoa, blackface, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it was that, that box cover I was flipping through it's just like, whoa whoops uh, yeah. so, Are you looking it up?
1: I'm, I'm
2: absolutely looking... looking it up. He
1: played King Lear He played Othello. There you go.
3: I'm not racist. The director's racist. Shakespeare's
1: racist. Yeah, I'm looking at his... What's it called? His stageography.
0: Shakespeare, men played women too, so why couldn't they play black?
1: But yeah, I don't know. It's really... I mean, it's a really great episode. (laughs)
3: He obviously found the picture. <laughs> that yeah. Anthony Hopkins picture just jumps out at you, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. What? Let me see it. There's, uh, an an- was there's an-
0: see. He was uh, credited as Antonio Hopkins for that one. <laughs> San Antonio Hopkins.
1: <laughs> San Antonio. <laughs>
2: how to do this oh, was screen. his name a
1: apostrophe tony
2: <laughs> for this role
1: <laughs> just the share screen is right at the bottom little green arrow
2: uh oh there we go
1: there we go at this point i could have just googled the fucking thing myself you should have
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ! yikes he looks like wait, a doctor that, who villain wait is that uh hold on that top row Oh, okay, never
1: mind. Is the, that, looks, that looks like um, the guy from... Uh,
0: he looks really good in that middle one. Who framed
1: Roger Rabbit.
0: That's good makeup. That is, yeah.
1: Difference. Wow. What is this makeup that's, there? That's that?
0: really good makeup there in the middle. <laughs>
1: Lawrence Olivier is really bad. <laughs> okay, I don't know Lawrence
0: what,
2: what this is actually giving me now, but you, yeah. yeah.
0: Denzel Washington, do you ever see the, uh, the Kenneth Branagh... Othello, no. Yeah, Denzel Washington played Othello in that. It was, was like a, a run of movies in like the early '90s that Brana yeah. K- directed and acted in that were Shakespeare
3: movies. Yes, yep. Taming of the Shrew, Hamlet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Henry V, which is probably one of the best Henry V's.
1: Well, it was weird because Mel Gibson Hamlet came out around the same time as Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet came out.
3: Yeah. None of them are as good as Schwarzenegger oh, Hamlet. Hamlet. but I am Hamlet. To be or not to be, <laughs> Rosencrantz, you son of a bitch! <laughs> Why can you not play this flute? You tried to play me, but um,
0: isn't that yeah. just basically Predator?
3: Yeah. Yes. That, I mean, the
1: sh- Predator is uh, Shakespearean.
3: <laughs> Check out Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Dead if you ever get a chance.
1: Yeah, it's wonderful.
3: I love that Gary Oldman and uh, the guy from. Uh, What's his name? Tim Roth? Tim Roth. And, the guy from uh, Tim Roth? yeah. The guy who plays Tim Roth. And, the, t- um, his name is Tim Roth. And he plays Tim Roth. It's the guy who
0: played cool. Tim Roth in
1: Reservoir Dogs? Tim Roth. Yeah. His Mr. Uh, Mr.
3: White, right? <laughs> and then, um, I think, uh, what's his name? The guy from uh, Jaws. Um, Roy Schneider? No, the other one, the science guy. Bill Nye? No. No.
0: Rose and Gildas are dead. What's Jaws' name? Richard...
1: Uh, Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. He no, that? the guy who played
3: Jaws in, in James Bond. Oh, uh, Richard uh, Lurch guy. Um, he was in Star Trek, Richard wasn't he? Richard Lurch.
0: <laughs> he, was in, he was in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. So, good show. I almost I looked f- up Jaws Star Trek. <laughs>
1: Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. The film is Gary Oldman. Yep. Tim Roth.
3: That's why I, did I say that?
1: No, Richard Dreyfus plays the Richard lead. Kiel. He plays thought... the lead player.
3: But I said Gary Oldman and Tim Roth were in it. That yeah. they, they're Rosencrantz and Guildenstern.
1: I was too busy thinking about Jaws.
3: Oh. Give me so me Kiel? Richard Dreyfus. That was a long way, Dennis, so I'll give you a laugh on that one. (laughs) Because was it Richard Keel? Richard Keel was in an episode of uh, Kolchak. He played a Native American. He was was a Native American ghost spirit that, uh, yeah. What?
0: Did he go brown face for it? Yes,
3: he went brown upper torso. Wow. Yeah. You got to do it sometimes, (laughs) I guess.
0: The same. When you're that big though, that's a lot of brown paint. That's it. Is it
3: yeah. But it was, it like was seventy-four, so it's okay. That's a house. That's the side of a house. He's a big so, man.
1: So what are we gonna give this episode, everybody? What are we gonna give this episode? Ben, we'll start with you. You said this is one of your favorite episodes of Star Trek of all time, so Yep, ten. Ten.
3: Nice. I thought we
2: were going to go up to nine. Uh, whatever. This one goes to 10. Like,
3: everybody gets everybody yeah. gets one ten. Yeah, this is okay. my one, and um, one of the things, um, I, what was it uh, that that Jimmy says that when he drops the the hard R, that in a hundred year, you know, you can write all the stories you want, but in a hundred years, maybe like it, fifty years or whatever. It, it, but it's still, I mean, you, you look at the news and shit, and they could be wearing clothes, and this could be two thousand three or two thousand thirteen, and it yeah. Yeah. it's still the, the story <laughs> would does, still
0: play it does feel like uh, DS9 a Spike Lee joint
3: yeah
1: <laughs> but it's very much but isn't that very much the theme of Deep Space Nine where a lot of the themes that they covered in 1995 through 2001 whenever it ended are yeah. still very plausible and, and okay. they, they if you look at, like be- the
0: original series like some of that is you know mutually assured destruction type stuff mm-hmm. from the core and that stuff doesn't really it's not as applicable today as it was, you know, 30 40 years ago. Yeah. So it kind of loses some of its bite, but, but the social issues they tacku- tackle in DS9 so far that we've seen they're all pretty mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. pretty amazing. But um the, uh shit. Um Yeah. like the episode. <laughs> it, it, it's it's you no know, it's just one of those things because between that like I've you know, I've been watching a, a lot of uh, Amazon shit, and I'd watched *To Kill a Mockingbird* like uh, a couple of weeks ago with the kids. And so then, you know, here's Cisco's dad busted up shift robes with his bad arm, and I'm like, ah, oh, jeez. Is he in and, that? Yeah, he's he's the guy that's on trial. Oh shit! Yeah, ah.
0: he
3: was he was the one that was accused of rape, and uh, but he didn't do it. He was just busting up that shift robe for a nickel and um it's you know so to see
2: that for
3: and then to you know yeah. to see him in star trek 4 and then see him in star trek 6 and then see him in this and it's just like i gotta quit watching uh him in movies but the the to kill a mockingbird <laughs> thing to see the, the the racial you know message in that and you know apparently alabama's racist and then to see he um That's, that's what I got from To Kill a Mockingbird. And then to see, um, you know, this episode, it was just, I don't know. It's a good episode. And then the thing I read that I always, I'd read this a while back and I was reminded of it. The last episode of DS9, one of the uh, story ideas that they had was that as the episode ends, the bell rings you hear the guy say cut and everything and the it pulls back and benny russell's there with a script for ds9 and it's Hmm. like you know it was going to be the whole thing was was actually benny russell's story that we just got through watching that would
2: have made it even more like a twilight zone episode right
3: and so then it would be like okay wait is all star trek (laughs) you know, <laughs> Betty is all of this. Is, is he is he uh Tommy Westfall exception. Like, so it was just you know just and he comes back uh is it later this season or next season? So that'll be fun. But yeah. All right. Great, great story. All right. Uh Jenny, what do you say?
2: Um I really, really like this one. And one of the things that I really appreciate about DS9 is that they managed to put in, like, all these, like, holodeck episodes that aren't actually taking place in the holodeck.
1: Yes, that's very true.
2: Um, like, this is basically just them cosplaying is the 50s, you know? But they don't, they don't do it the same way. And it has a message, whereas, like, TNG is such, you know, Barclay fucking around in the holodeck, where they want to <laughs> Robin Hood or whatever, um... So I mean I think that that gives an extra level of uh, depth that DS9 has, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. All right. Only because uh, I didn't like how we were talking about it at the beginning. Like th- there seemed to be like a little bit of a disconnect to how they they implemented it
1: but it was so good. That was a really really good episode. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to give it an 8 as well cuz like I, I agree with Jenny cuz at first I didn't see the tie. and I was like what is this what's the tie? And then uh, so there you go. But it's a wonderful it's wonderfully done and it's it's very good, but it took me a minute. So there you go. <clears throat> Dennis
0: <clears throat> Uh yeah, I give it 8.5. I thought it was pretty good. I like all the performances were really impressive too, I yeah. thought, from the mm-hmm. whole cast. Like, and bringing everybody in there, getting them out of their makeup, and letting them just play different characters is almost mm-hmm. like a, an audition reel for them that we can do other stuff too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought it was pretty good.
3: Wonderful. I think it's funny though that Quark is one of my favorite characters on the show just in general. And he did such a tremendous job in this episode. I mean, it was yeah. just like... Mm-hmm. He really should have been
0: in more stuff. Mm-hmm. Who? Armin, Armin Schurman. Yeah, he was good. He's really good.
3: I mean, I, I think he, you can...
0: he's not the most handsome man of the day. but, but... He's a
1: character actor,
0: but I think you can,
1: that, you can make that case for all of the actors on this show. They're all very good. Um, yeah. You know,
3: the Even only that... one that...
0: I... Even Nog showing up there. Yeah,
1: yeah as the, yeah, the, paper... the
3: newsy. God that Russ was kind of the, yeah, that, that was kind of odd for me because it was I watched this I guess last week, week before, and so it was still fresh after you know the news of his passing. And for him to have that cheesy New York accent and everything, it was just like uh there's there's a little nog. Nog. So there poor you little, go, so every there, there you go, everybody. You
1: that's like Noggy that's nog. nog. That's the episode. <laughs> uh. Sorry about the wait, but I'm sure you're happy we had everybody back because I know people like it when it's the whole cast. So thank you, I like guys, and especially for an episode of this gravitas, it made it even more enjoyable. So thank you so much for uh, listening. We will be back next week, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.
3: Bye, everybody. I don't understand.